0: This is Justine, a quiet soul with a lot of convictions. I am an apostolic young lady with friends who are not of the same faith. So come on this journey to find out how we are able to coexist in this chaotic world. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Okay, welcome back to another episode of our podcast, The Convictions. Today is going to be a monologue, a personal thought. Um, I think it was really important because this past Sunday, actually the last two weeks, uh, my pastor has been preaching to us more, not like preaching, but more teaching that is. Um, And it really has been resonating with me. Um, And it really related to this podcast, actually. Um, I wanted to say first that um, many of you may know me. Um, I am shy, quiet. Some may say I'm not, but I'm really an introvert. And I do not really like people I really don't like to let people in um and with this new venture in life this podcast um I have been really open and I started to have thoughts of doubts that would not be good at this um that probably this is not for me like why did I start this that this will be just for a moment of hype and my pastor has been preaching the convictions. And as you know, this is the title and the meaning of this podcast. And um, two Sundays ago when he started this talk with us, um, it was really a breakthrough because I was really having these doubts. And I was at the altar and I was just reaching out to God, let him know, putting my burdens on him of how I was feeling And this lady, I would like to say that she's a church mother now, Sister Margaret Banks. She came up to me and she was praying. I never spoke to her about it, but she's a woman who's always, she's always in the spirit. She knows what's going on. And I never spoke to her about it, like I said. And she came up to me and she was praying for me not to have my doubts and my fears and for me to be strengthened and confident and I remember a few years back, we had did a youth, I don't know if it was a youth or a hyphen meeting over the phone. Um, and she was going person by person telling them their strength and what their purpose was in the kingdom. And remember from the first um, episode we did of this podcast, we were talking about our light and our purpose and our convictions and that brought it back to me because she was saying that I was of great value to the kingdom um I'm sorry, you're crying, and although I am few I am a few words, there is something about me that can tell what others are going through, and there's words that I can do of encouragement, and that this is something that I should be doing because this podcast is pushing me out of my comfort zone to do that for others. And with all those points being connected, um, it was definitely a breakthrough moment that despite what the enemy wants to throw at me, I should, and I shall not give up on this. And so back to this past Sunday, this last week, my pastor spoke of convictions and he defined it as being convinced he started out with Mordecai's background. If you guys remember that story in Esther, um, where Mordecai was not easily swayed to bow to Haman. And Esther 3.2, it says, and all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. And we touched on this idea of core values just earlier that morning in Sunday school, Um how this, despite if we are bad sin or we come short of God or we are sinning, there is something instilled in us, our core values, how we see things. they the good in us that have shaped our decisions that we're going to remind it when we do certain things that no, we're not supposed to do that because what we have learned, especially when we have either praying mothers and fathers, aunts, friends in the church even outside of the church there's some people who instill goodness we're gonna still be able to make the decisions and so I wanted to touch back on my introduction you guys hear it every time before the podcast begins and it says hey this is Justine a quiet soul with a lot of convictions I'm an apostolic young lady with friends who are not of the same faith so follow me on this journey to find out how we're able to coexist in this chaotic world and that is really 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 meaningful to me because is as i said these past two weeks have been like really eminent in my thoughts and i just wanted to tell you the story of my upbringing where my core values started so i was born on a little island called jamaica and i am one of those people that that they like to say i was born on church on the church bench basically, right? So I was born in Mandeville Hospital. I grew up in St. Elizabeth at a church called Waterloo Apostolic. And my bishop, where I dearly call Papa, rest in peace. Um, he was a man that was so holy. Yes, he was human, but there are so many things that was instilled into my mother and my father and the people that are were around me that I saw so many things. I saw so many miracles happening. I saw people speaking to the Holy Ghost, going up to people and speaking to them also. Um, And so before I moved to America at the age of eight, It was a pressure for me to get the Holy Ghost. I understood it since the age of six that I wanted to be saved because I saw how important it was for me to make it to heaven and I understood it, you know, a lot of children won't understand it, but I understood magnificent sense of God and all that he will have done for me, my life, what he has done, what he was doing and what he was going to do, you know, And I persistently went to the altar from the age of six until I received the Holy Ghost, April 24th, 2003, at the age of eight. And from then, I feel as though the enemy tries to sometimes attack you. And I told my mother this, I feel like anytime you have a blessing, on your life. There's always going to be something. That you're going to be going through. And even before I was eight. There were sometimes I would have sinus problems. My mom always says that. Sometimes she will wake up and see that I wasn't breathing. So she would have to move me. And. She would ask me herself. What I wanted to happen. And I would always say. I wanted Papa to pray for me. Because. I always believe that there was purpose on my life and that was, that God was greater than anything. And I think that has set me up for a thousands and thousands of things that I've gone through from people questioning when I got to America why I wore skirts, why I didn't have my ears pierced, Why I couldn't do this or that. And I always had an answer for them. Being confident, you know, in who I was and what I stood for. And there was a moment where I had a really close friend who understood these things. And there was a point where this person... Decided to like really say things to me that hurt me. And this was somebody who, you know, you call your friend and they would say that you were brainwashed. Why can't you wear pants? And I'm just like, we've been friends for two, three years. This be something that you should should have understood, you know? So why you don't wear pants and why this? I say I can't do certain things. I bring up my pastors. They say, oh, you're brainwashed. You're brainwashed. And that word stood out to me because pastors spoke on it this last week. Brainwashed. To me, brainwashed is believing that whatever I believe in, I should stick to it. Because you can't tell me that my core values and what I was brought upon is is something that someone is telling me. I decided at the age of six that I wanted to get the Holy Ghost. No one spoke to me about it. I decided that I wanted to wear a skirt. I grew up wearing skirt, but for me, myself, and I, I read the Bible. I pointed out verses to prove to myself what I'm doing is correct. So if I don't wear makeup, earrings, pants... I don't go clubbing or I don't drink and get drunk. Those are my decisions. And I'm not being brainwashed. Brainwashed is taking your word for it and just doing what I want to do. Correct? And so that brought me back to Job. And with Job, Job 23.10 says, But he knoweth the way that I take... When he hath tried me, I shall come up forth as gold. And in New Living Translation, it says, But he knows where I'm going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. And so Job was being tried. He was afflicted. Um, I would like for you to read depth into Job's story. But he was afflicted. And despite all of that, He still turned to God. He said, I go east, but he's not there. I go west, but I cannot find him. I do not see him in the north, for he is hidden. I look to the south, but he is concealed. But he knows where I'm going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. For I have stayed on God's paths. I have followed his ways and not turned aside. I have not departed from his commands, but I have treasured his words more than daily food. So I'm sticking with God despite the fear, the doubts that may come up, the lack of confidence Because, as Pastor pointed out, he talked not only about Mordecai, but he brought up Esther. She was the queen of a Gentile nation. She's a Jew by birth. Hadassah is Esther's Hebrew name, and it means myrtle, like an evergreen. Myrtle symbolizes peace, joy, generosity, and justice. And her Persian name, Esther, means the star, Biblically speaking, God uses his star and I'm that star because my name is Justine and is of French and Latin origin, meaning just right and fear and fear in principle as in spirit. So I stand on God's word. I stand on his promise. I stand on the convictions that I have read in my word that I have brought up from my core value And I tell you my story in hope that you reflect on your own story so that you can remind yourself why you have gotten where you are and why you are walking with God. And as I end today, I want for you to know that despite what other people say, you will make it through that you venture that you feel as though you are placed in. Because there is greater purpose and there is a light. I pray for you and I hope that you will join that purpose and keep on it steadfast no matter what. Holding on to your convictions. Again, this podcast is bi-weekly. So stay tuned for the next episode, October 13th. And I thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this monologue. Until next time, Missy Matt, out.